0: listening to mysteries and beliefs podcast the show where we discuss a multitude of mind-boggling topics like the paranormal conspiracies extraterrestrials brain scrambling sciences and anything mysterious if you have a story to tell and you'd like to be a part of the conversation send your thoughts to john carter at mysteries and beliefs podcast.com see you on the other side Hello and welcome back to episode number 47 of Mysteries and Beliefs podcast with John Carter. On today's show, the topic will be evolution. We'll touch on the Boltzmann brain and talk some about the consciousness and the universe. Today, I'm joined by my reoccurring regular. Hey. Chantel. And as usual, Lisa. What do you do? So, Chantel, I'll get your first thoughts on evolution.
1: Alrighty, so I was reading this book called The Quantum Revelation, A Radical Synthesis of Science and Spirituality. And in this um, chapter, he was talking somewhat about evolution. And I'm just going to read like a small thing that sparked my uh, idea. It says, as agents of cosmic evolution, we are being invited to contribute to the growing edge of the universe's creative unfoldment into uncharted territory this is truly evolution in action as we discover we can actively participate in our own evolution and in fact are being called to do so so that made me think about it like it my um the cog started churning whatever that saying is because when you think about um our interaction with evolution as human beings we've gone through different stages of evolution of course. And, you know, Charles Darwin's uh, theory is the main accepted theory for evolution, which is natural selection. Right. Which, you know, means like survival of the fittest, basically. Sure. But in some way, that's not accepted by everybody because there's still some sort of mystery as to how we became homo sapiens and why we are the accepted, you know, form of human human being like our bodies and stuff
0: right yeah and we've been in this form for i think longer than neanderthals and things like that mm-hmm. so you know i yeah i i I can get down with that
1: right exactly because there's four different stages like i said and then one of the first ones was called Arthopedicus, and that's more of a chimpanzee looking type of uh hominid or hominin whatever that word is so it's just like what happened along the way because I know there's it's in a book where you know we started to lose our hair we started to sit up we started you know eating differently but at the same time what formed that
0: yeah what you know there's still apes chimpanzees Yep, that exist Mm -hmm. you know monkeys and stuff like that so If that was the case, if we evolved from this species, Mm -hmm. why didn't we, they continue to evolve and those species become extinct because we evolved into what we are today. Yep. That's what I really don't understand when they talk about Darwinism and things like that is because you, everybody's out there seeing that little scale. You start off with the little chimpanzee and then you go to an upright human and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know? um, So... Why do we still have these other species around?
1: It's interesting because sometime maybe like two years ago, there was this, I guess you could call it a meme. And it was a picture of a monkey as well as an alien next to each other, like holding hands or something. And uh, the caption was uh, nobody's ready to talk about this topic, though. Right. <laughs> so, so that means that the
0: monkey and the alien were dating. And they had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> they created us.
1: See, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like going into other people's uh theories of it all, we our ev- evolution was interfered with with some sort of other sentient um being that's out there. Call it an alien, call it a god, call it whatever you want to. Sure. So it's like you kind of have to think about, you know, is that true? Yeah. Cause at some point in time there was two different forms of humans. Yes. That were are walking around and then, of course, they intermingled with each other and then that's how, you know, we became the way that we are now because the other form became extinct. Yep. And then it's just the one. The
2: superior. Yes.
0: <laughs> it is kind of a mystery with human evolution. And I say that because people only go by what we've learned growing up in science. Yep. Right. You know, is that the absolute truth about how we evolved into what we are today. I mean, we like I said, we can only go by what we've learned so far. And science is always finding new forms of life or, Mm -hmm. you know, or existence of other life predate us. Could there have been some form of us that we didn't know about?
1: Right. I believe that that
0: science didn't know about. And we just evolved or continue to evolve mostly as far as technology and things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Our minds are the way we think, our technology and things like that just increased over time. And these, you know, Neanderthals and things like that may not have even been us.
2: You're right. And environmental, I think. Like you said, it could have been something that we don't even know about. Because of their environment, they, of course, look totally
1: different.
0: And there's always species that they find out in the woods and stuff like that that we've never seen before. You know, it could be the same thing. We could have been at some part of the world that no one has ever discovered or ventured to. Right. There are parts of the, you know, the world that people haven't gone to.
2: Mm -hmm. They haven't excavated or anything. Nope. Have you seen the um what we're supposed to look like in like twenty in the future yeah in the future
0: yeah we well the evolution if i don't i'm not sure if this is the same thing that you're referring to but as we evolve as what we are now and our habits as you know humans that we evolve into something that looks like aliens. Mm -hmm. because there are less people that are doing physical activity. And we go back to this when we talk about the advent of technology, because the advent of technology, less people are doing hard labor work. now, And more people are sitting in front of computers. There are, of course, lots of people that are exercising, but there's a vast majority of people that don't like to exercise. So as we get to that point, we get much softer and much weaker. And if our muscles start to atrophy or, you know, reduce in size, Mm -hmm. and then we start to look like these alien beings.
2: (laughs) I'm going to refer back to that movie. movie? Which one? We're going to be on scooters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh,
1: you're talking about Wally? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: That's what we're going to evolve to.
1: It's funny that you say uh, hardworking because there was something that I was reading like a few weeks ago. And somebody was speaking about how there was these specific gods that needed labor, you know, for some reason. So they bred humans a specific way so that we were able to continue to do labor for them, whatever that labor was.
0: That's hard to grasp.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Because if you're a god and you can create Why would you need a workforce helping you to create that?
2: Yeah. Only a God would know.
1: Exactly. But still, I I just thought it was a funny, uh, what do you call it? A funny hypothesis.
0: There's uh, several theories out there of, I mean, because at the end of the day, we can only speculate. Right, exactly. Of what our existence is. I Mm -hmm. mean, we, like, I I don't want to repeat it again, but I have to. We can only go by what science tells us so far. Yeah. Maybe some point down the line in the future that they f- may find out that no, they did come from somewhere else. Because as far as us being here on Earth in the first place, there are planets that have the same material that we have, right? And we could have come from another planet. Mm-hmm. You know, our molecules and you know just what makes up us as people.
2: Mm-hmm. Do we make it by way of a meteor? You think? Yeah,
0: because. Okay, that's a great example for this. And when we go to space, we try not to take anything else to another planet or out of space because we don't want to disrupt the ecosystem there. And so if we take a bug or something to another planet, those bugs may populate mm-hmm. and just whatever. Decimate,
1: run rampant.
0: Whatever happens to the ecosystem may sure. happen. And the same thing here, could you just imagine that if something broke off, from another planet and it comes here, we could evolve these, whatever this is, could evolve into what we see as life on Earth today. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're not the only planet in the universe. Nope. And right. if you believe that we're the only life in a universe. Life form. You're very small minds. Yeah. Not life forms, because life forms are us. There could be forms of life that is nothing like us sure yeah, so sure. they may not have a physical body right or consciousness or anything like that but it's life
1: mm-hmm. right yeah and i also wanted to mention um a friend of mine he was saying that um his child i think she may be like 12 or 13 but she has smaller jaw a smaller jaw so she had to get something i guess to help her jaw in some way. And I'm assuming that's because of how we eat now. And, you know, maybe some some of the uh, generations that came after us, their jaws are a little bit smaller. But what he said he noticed was other kids in her class that had smaller jaws were really like intelligent. Like they were really smart.
2: Oh, wow.
1: They were were excelling. So I thought that was interesting because that was the first time I ever um, heard about that.
2: Wow. I don't have
1: any kids, so I don't know (laughs) whose jaw is small and whose
2: isn't.
0: Yeah, neither do I.
2: Go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I'm saying you look at a kid. I mean, you can't really tell. I mean, yeah. One from the other, unless they're severely deformed, then you can figure out, oh, something's wrong with that, you know, child's face. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I don't know.
2: But also environment goes back to environment, too, because of, you know, different parts of like coal miners and things like that. They had different jaw structures. They even had different diseases. And so their body looked way different. Oh, it was yeah. Their form, height, all of that was different because, or factory workers, mm-hmm. their body type is different. If you've had generations working in the same plant or the same mine, then you look a certain way. But um, especially the jaw mm-hmm. and jaw and forehead is what they always talk about and, and lower Eyebrow. Eyebrows, mm-hmm. yeah. They had different diseases, in particular the jaw. That's just reminding me of that. But I'm saying, depending upon where you are in the world, is how your body is anyway. If yeah. You look at yeah, all these people. Genetic
0: traits, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You know,
2: genetic traits. You know,
0: well, that's not a genetic trait, but it would come from your lineage. Yeah you know you just had to de- adapt to the environment that you that you're exactly, in exactly yeah. right so and, and these people over a period of time and adapted to the environment of what they did for work mm-hmm. and shorter people do like stuff that you have to i guess crouch and you know like coal mines that's what you did crouch in these little small spaces and you stayed confined in these little small spaces So maybe that would be it
1: yeah yeah it makes me wonder if other cultures ever fully adapt to being in this uh on this land, particular in America, if they come from somewhere else that I just thought about that.
0: I, I think it, as far as adaptation, it may be if you come from a cold country to a warmer country, mm-hmm. you could adapt to that. I I don't think you could. Go the opposite way, mm-hmm. because if your lineage is from a warmer climate yeah, and to adapt to cold is very hard. Right. Yeah. But the opposite way coming from a colder environment to adapt to a warm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: your body can regulate your temperature much easier with heat as long as it's not extreme heat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You go from 50 degrees every day to you know 60 or 75. That's not a, a huge fluctuation. But if you're 75, 80 degrees every day and you go to 40, or 50, I'm cold every day.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. It doesn't matter
0: how long you live there because look, we, I, we've lived in Northern Virginia my entire life. Mm-hmm. I hate the cold. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot, I, I don't care how many times you think you can adapt to it. I cannot adapt or adjust to cold weather.
1: Yeah, I everybody's mean, body is different with that as well. Yeah. But um, I just, uh, you know, because there are some people who maybe were born in New York or wherever, and then they go to a different state and they just feel more in balance. Like they just feel completely more at peace.
2: Like their- Daddy does when their he body, goes to warmer climates. That's what
1: I'm saying. Their body is back to full homeostasis because of the, I guess, the energy of that area.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's everything is all condensed in these cities. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Daddy, that's another I part thrives of it.
2: When we go to warmer climates. Mm-hmm.
0: Hell yeah, that's my people.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: You know, my people are from warmer climates. Yeah, well, climates. I was
2: going to say it's in your DNA for sure. Right, exactly. So, you, you can take heat where I can't, I don't have, I can't do your kind of heat.
0: I know people talk about that is, um, people talk about Arizona and you know how we like Arizona, but it gets, you know. Hot as hell in Arizona. We did well in Arizona. And I said, it doesn't bother me. People mm-hmm. were like, oh, my God, why would you want to move to Arizona? It's so hot out there. I was like, it don't bother me at all. Yeah. I said, I went to Arizona, went hiking. It was like a hundred some odd degrees. flip-flops. Had flip-flops on hiking.
2: Don't ever do that again.
0: <laughs> and that's what yeah. they took. People came up to me were like, you don't have any hiking boots? <laughs> Say, no, I just did this out of the whim. It's like, well, they got little scorpions and snakes out yeah. there. And I, mm-hmm. go, and I say, well, I'll just look at the ground. You know, I'll just watch out for them. Not look at the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because I'll watch out. Something jumps out, I'll just like, hey, move out the way.
2: Mm-hmm. We did well in Arizona. I did better than I thought I was going to do. It's because
0: it's dry heat.
2: Yeah, that dry it's heat. Not I was fine. And we walked, we were outside all day.
0: It's a lot different yeah, on the East Coast than the West Coast.
2: Right, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: But the bad thing about it, that water is shitty over there in yeah. like California. Well, it's
2: poison. It's
0: cold Planted. water. You go to the beaches, the beaches are colder water than oh, really? here. Yeah, because our water, if we go down to the beaches, the water comes off the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And Tropical. Those come Yeah, those come but from the Pacific mm-hmm. where it's colder water coming through. So the yeah. beaches aren't as warm because when we went to... Um, what was it um what beach was, was that Venice? no not we, we went to Venice Beach but we went to um the the pier um
2: um Santa Monica
0: Santa Monica pier when we went to Santa Monica pier that's when we went down to the beach we didn't really go down to the beach
2: did we put our in feet Venice. in the water
0: yeah it was cold remember yes. it was dark and, and it was cold and when our and, son
2: said <laughs> he said i'm not getting in that water yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, I don't know how you're doing (laughs) it. And we were surprised because they have full showers. We're like, y'all got showers on y'all's beach?
0: Yeah. And the first time I went out there, I was looking for water like how we go to Miami and South Beach. Clear blue water.
2: Yeah. No, No. ma'am. Oh, Lord.
0: No, ma'am. Well, I'm sure certain
2: parts of California have it. They have
0: better water, I think. But I don't think they have clear water like that. Now I just think of where it comes from in the ocean in the big scheme of things. Our ocean, the Caribbean over there comes from the Pacific and, mm-hmm. you know, colder climates. So that may be, I guess, but back to our evolution. Yeah, back to
2: evolution, uh, uh, we diverted a little bit.
0: And what differs between us? I know that um, different animals have some consciousness themselves, but yeah. what makes us different? What makes us to where... We can form speech, how we communicate today, you know, and how we think as far as consciousness. Because you have animals that, or well, mammals, which are, you know, chimpanzees and things that have thumbs. Mm-hmm. They could build stuff if they, you know, were taught to, but how come they haven't done that yet? Right. But we are able to do it.
1: Yeah. They just have tools to like dig and eat, you know, easier. But that's really about it. Yeah,
0: they, they do make knives. They do make things to break open like coconuts and different things that they find. But you don't see them building a car. Right. Or building a house. Mm-hmm. They
2: build dams.
0: And there do was something really? I wish.
2: And What are the animals? Talk about uh-huh. beavers?
0: Yeah, beavers. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I thought about this earlier, but there was a study that was done on a chimpanzee. That it grew up a baby chimpanzee that grew up with a toddler, so the doctor brought the um, the chimpanzee to live and raise it exactly the same way as his son mm-hmm. taught them the same way as far as like education wise how to eat and go to the bathroom I mean everything as as far as like human life, but it got to the point where The child excelled mentally over the chimpanzee. Mm. So, at one point, the chimpanzee, because it could not do what the child did, got frustrated and started attacking the child. Oh, no. They had to stop the research and pull the chimpanzee out because he was physically harming the child because it didn't matter how much they tried to teach the chimpanzee. Like I said, I can't recall the study and what what was it they were doing to stop the study. But they had to because the chimpanzee could not get over that mental hurdle to create or do whatever that they were trying to do.
2: You just wait until they do.
0: Yeah,
1: because um, we well, have
0: seen Planet of the Apes. Yeah.
1: We know about the um, the Gorilla Coco that the woman taught uh, sign language to. And that all has to do with the shape of our mouth and then our tongues, because they can't they, they don't they can't really form speech the way that we do. And as we develop speech, I guess that was the way for a way for us to. I guess, participate in our own evolution because we had to talk to each other to get things done. We had to help each other out.
0: But in the animal kingdom, they do communicate.
1: They do communicate. Yeah.
0: Not verbally, but they do have cues to communicate. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I think we can put on the table as well, because we talk to each other. Right. Just with words. That's our sign of communication. And now we talk to everybody on the Internet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we have letters, you know, we have even physical movement and and stuff like that. That's how we communicate. So we have multiple ways as humans to communicate. But us using our mouths was like the the main one over time. It's crazy cuz you look back to the ne- Neanderthals or whatever, they just had the little drawings in the cave. So what exactly happened between in that time where they were like this form is going to be this word or mean this, yeah.
0: right? Who created language? Yeah.
1: Mhm. Exactly because if you look at the hieroglyphs I
2: I know why. Why? They were sitting there and they were grunting and they were like he's always there over there making that noise like, "Oh," And then well, now yeah. that's an O.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the grunts, of course, each different one probably had so
0: when
2: they went, a wrote it, meaning. they were like, Oh, that O means O. This mm-hmm. means person.
0: We don't speak the same language. No. Mm-mm. On this earth. So so we evolved some way to communicate the way that we do. Yeah. You know?
1: If you look at the Bible, we all spoke one language until, you know, something started to happen.
0: I think with when it comes to that, we all separated to different parts of the world. It was concentrated. Of course, we started in Africa, yeah. as far as we know, and we spread it out to different countries. Just in the United States, we have different dialects. Yeah. If You go from the south to New York, you go to Baltimore, has its own. Mm-hmm. And then you go to California you just go different parts of the United States. We have different dialects, although it's English. And you go to, well, I, Jamaica is just a hodgepodge of different languages that's creating Patois. But it's still a different type of dialect, which is English to us.
2: Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show when the first people met other humans from different places. Like, what's his name? The first black samurai. Would they say the king? He had his warriors try to wash the black off (laughs) off of them. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like... That's funny, but it's not.
0: (laughs) Vibes Cartel.
2: He was the first black samurai, so that was awesome. And they never saw a body shaped like his. And, you Mm -hmm. know.
1: I feel like weirdly some languages developed as code so that you couldn't understand English is one of the hardest languages for anybody to learn
0: I don't know man if you the speak way that Chinese it's formed, and Japanese
1: but a lot of their words are like very breathy you yeah. know what I mean and the way that we form our I was just speaking about it earlier people who you know come from maybe um, an Asian-speaking country the way they phrase their English sentences are kind of turned around because of you know our our verbs and whatever. It's just it's just odd, and the way that we pronounce certain words. So I feel like some of it might have been a code. So mm-hmm. maybe those people couldn't understand what we were saying. Just like uh, during slave times, we had our yeah. our own vernacular. You we know, so they didn't vernacular. know what we, so they didn't know what we were talking about.
0: And other countries always talk about the way we talk with our tongue. We use our yep. tongues way too much. We
1: sound like snake.
0: And if you go to England. England they they're breathy too Mm -hmm. you know it's not like we everything like I'm talking now my tongue is just like moving around all the time but they say ah you know things with their tongue either on the bottom of their mouth or top of their mouth and Mm -hmm. they just use their vocals not just you know snake their tongue around to talk and that's what we do
1: right exactly they different languages communicate with air in a way different way than we do because they say water, water. Yeah, well, We I'm, got uh, to put the er at the yeah. end of everything. We so do. we close our mouths off, you know, when we pronounce certain letters.
2: That's interesting.
0: Maybe that's why we have so many actors from Europe doing our films now.
2: <laughs> why? Because they can actually
0: speak and because we can Because we, they can actually speak. Because mm-hmm. who knows,
2: you might get someone from Boston.
0: I know. It's Pack like every time I watch a movie and like, oh, man, I've seen this guy in this TV show. And that's like the guy I was we we're talking about yesterday. That was the villain on um, Punisher. Yeah. I watched this TV show and he's British. Mm. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I've seen him on so many American things. Yeah. And they speak English better than we Yeah. Do. They speak better English than we do English. Well, they speak the Queen's English. Right.
2: The Queen's English. They're yeah. versatile.
0: And we think that they speak funny. Yeah. But we speak funny because we don't even pronounce all the words Mm -hmm. correctly a lot of times.
2: Yeah.
1: Especially depending on what um, region you're from in the U.S.
0: As we progress along, we've started to speak lazy every single day. I say today, today. Hi, my name is John. I'll be helping you today. Yeah. Today. Today.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and even.
2: Well, when people say today now, it sounds funny.
0: Yeah, it does. And when I say I need your past history. So we need to go over your past history. You don't say past? No, that's what I'm saying a lot. And I'm not the only one that says it. No,
2: sure. No, I get it.
0: So we've gotten lazy with our language.
2: Sure. Mm -hmm. And also it depends upon where you're from again as well. Yeah, that
0: that is true. People
2: from Atlanta and New Orleans, they speak way different and your whole dialect. It it is, but
0: across the board, I've seen um, things on YouTube that people talk about that, how lazy we've gotten with our speech.
2: Well, also because we don't speak as much anymore. Look how quiet our house is because we use our phones to communicate. We text. We don't speak a lot. Girl, Mm -hmm. this house is not that quiet. I mean, you know what I mean.
0: So that's what, what will happen. We will get these big ass heads. <laughs> sure. You know, just like the aliens. Yep. And big we're eyes. gonna communicate telepathy. Yeah. Because we don't Yeah. We we don't communicate as much anymore, like you said, with our voices. So we're gonna have to eventually evolve that thing into where we can just mentally talk to each other.
1: Well, um what I wanted to mention was there's not i don't know if it's really a theory but i've just heard about how language affects consciousness as well like the evolution of consciousness because you see over time certain words aren't used anymore and then if you look at that one book um 1984 1984 i believe yes it is there's a quick speak and so in the book they say how they change words around so that You know, I basically to dumb down the kids, they teach them um, like quick because you see how words are so abbreviated now. Yes. LOL. Yep. I don't say LOL. I always should say haha if I'm writing text. But things are always abbreviated. And it's like because it's shortening. I guess it's shortening that process in your brain. So you're not really like, you know what I mean? You're not really forming things.
0: Yeah. But it's just like looking at a picture. So we're going back to hieroglyph pretty much. because Well, look. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's what we're doing because we're going by what pictures are and we send different emojis and things like yeah. that instead of actually writing out a word. Yeah. So that's where that is coming from. So we're just at a certain extent in our communication, we're devolving into yeah. what we were in the past. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. We write with, you know, I D A, what is it? I D G A F. And it could be a whole sentence like, oh, yeah. I. D-F-U.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Abbreviations. Like
2: it's a, but, there's, but it's a whole sentence, but it, look how it's shortened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and a lot of um, companies, they some are getting into um, digital real estate, meaning you don't need to say all of that. You're, you're, that didn't need to be an email or this didn't need to be a topic. You could just write this small thing you meaning they're taking away signatures meaning like uh, i'm lisa carter uh account representative for Bob. you know you have your whole title they're just like thanks lisa unless it's an introduction video email or whatever they're just it's our language just even in corporate has changed like tku instead of thank you depending
0: but i the problem i see with that is Okay, you're getting you having shortcuts to what you're doing, what you want to do. So, I mean, you're not taking too much time out of saying a sentence at all. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't believe so. But that cuts out clear, concise information. Yeah. Yeah. So that can be confusing to somebody because in the medical world, we have different abbreviations for the same for different things. Right. A same abbreviation for different things. Right. So, if you take it one way if like now, on our stage right now, we deal with international people every- right. everybody's international, right, so you may abbreviate something that means something totally different to the client that you have in some other country, sure, yeah, so but that's not clear and concise, mm-hmm. so I think that at at some point will be an issue, or it could be an issue at some point,
2: definitely. Yeah, I think so. I think people are just going to adapt like they do with other languages. It's going to, it's across the board. Do
0: you you know know what what I I do with when people send me information like that? What? Delete. I don't understand it. If you can't tell me how I understand, I I can't, I don't know what to do. If I don't don't, understand. You don't
2: reply back and say, please clarify.
0: Well, if it's something that I need to, but if you just send me some BS, I'm just like, well, this is. Mm -hmm.
2: For instance. I didn't know at first what J E J E was. Remember, Chantel, I think you and I were talking about that. J E J E in a in um in a message. And I said, What? And this person kept writing it after a sentence, J E J E. Do you mean J A? Yeah, J A. Sorry, J A. My apologies. J A. And I said, What? And it's ha ha.
1: But that's how Hispanic people yeah. spell it, is J A.
0: Oh, see, there you go.
1: Yeah. That's the only people that I've noticed that have
0: done yeah, see, it throughout my
2: life.
0: Yeah, see, there you go. I mean, because you didn't understand that.
2: I didn't understand it at first, but I made it a point to understand because it's it's more common. I see it all the time now.
0: So you got a major deal on the line, right? You got these people in, say, Japan, China, or whatever you want to deal with. You got a multi-million dollar deal and you're sending emails to their person, right? Right. Back and forth because we're in different countries, we zoom every now and then. But it's easier to send the email to cut corners a little bit to make this deal. You put your little abbreviation in there, and they're like, "Oh, did he say f you to me? No, do you know I what don't I mean? To be like <laughs> that, you know what I mean? But that's that's taking it a little extreme. But you could say something that they don't understand and take it a different way because sure. it's very easy to say right. something that somebody takes. I think you should read way. the
2: room. Before I think,
0: you do that, but how but, could you read the room? You're not in the I mean, same you, room. You, you, you know, know what, what I,
2: mean? I mean. You know what I mean. Like, unless it's like a a record or a rap thing, you know. Okay. I don't know what that people would use that.
1: Well, really quickly, text messages these days can still even be, be misconstrued. Yeah. You know, any time of the day. Right. That's why whenever I'm texting somebody, I don't care if I'm long-winded. I'm going to say exactly how, you know, something that I want to say, you how to I feel clear. like, yeah, I want you to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't shortcut nothing. It's like mm-hmm. I want you to read it. You a complete com- sentences. Yeah, I want you to comprehend it.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I have something perfect for technology mm-hmm. and being misconstrued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm helping our IT person with a computer. We're texting back and forth on this system that we use called Tiger Text. So instead of just typing, I'm looking at the back of this device that she wants me to give these numbers. So I'm going back and forth and I'm talking on this thing and I'm sitting hitting send. I'm not really looking at it, but I know it it should pick up what I'm saying correctly. Yeah. I look down one time. It's spelled out. I'm not going to say the word. See you next Tuesday. Oh. on there and oh it's a, it was a female too
1: oh my god
0: oh my i god. did not pay attention to it till a couple of lines and i went i am so sorry i am doing voice to text and i wasn't looking
1: <laughs> wow
0: and it was a total accident right. because i was i was just doing voice to text mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, my God. It, had I not caught it and let the stream go by and she would have like went to the bar supervisor's right, like, look, look, look at this. this.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, so, gosh, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you wrote back. And, yeah.
0: But yeah, when I noticed it, I wrote back and said, oh, my God, I'm I'm doing, doing voice attacks. She said, oh, it's no problem. You mm-hmm. know, because it's a good thing. She was thing probably to,
2: like, what? <laughs> if I saw that, I don't know. I probably, probably took her serious. a second to be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it's funny in hindsight but it wasn't funny at the moment exactly (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
2: Exactly. embarrassing
0: okay now we're going to switch gears a little bit because we don't want to be too much long too long-winded on the uh, conversation of language that's all i was really saying so we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk a little bit about consciousness you know that is a part of our evolution and development and how we were created i mean did our consciousness create Coming into existence first before we came what to be or we came what to be and we developed a consciousness as we evolved along. What I mentioned at the top of the show was the Boltzmann brain. Yeah. Have you heard of the Boltzmann brain before? No. Boltzmann. Boltzmann brain. Ludwig Boltzmann was a physicist in the 1800s. So he has a theory that... If you listen to people that are physicists or cosmologists, they always talk about entropy and anthropic theories. And what entropy is to them is just disorder in the universe. So, disorder in the universe, meaning that, say, for instance, if you went into a room and the room is like all messed up, everything's all over the place. Yeah. So, that. Is high entropy. So mm-hmm. it's all messed up because if you come back the next time I could just shuffle stuff around again, you couldn't tell the difference right? Mm-hmm. because it's high entropy. Mm-hmm. And this is what we see as in our universe, in our cosmology is that it's high entropy because we have a lot of disorder in the universe that if things shift around, we have no clue. So what his theory is, We were created in low entropy. So low entropy, meaning disorder comes together, creating high energy. So high entropy is low energy because everything is spread out. So low entropy, you get everything that comes together and it's high energy. So the theory is we were high energy or low entropy when we created our universe. But with Boltzmann said that is unlikely of low entropy states like that on a big scale to create our universe Mm -hmm. Then the Boltzmann brain. The Boltzmann brain is when you have a fluctuation that creates just a brain out of nowhere with consciousness that has memories of a universe or a life. Mm. But is just in the empty space of the universe. Sure. So his theory, it is more likely for something like that to be created than these big. <laughs> There's <laughs> it's more likely that would happen more frequently mm-hmm. than what created. Our entire entire universe.
2: Yeah. Leave that in.
0: We can't even wrap our head around it. It's because we could be a Boltzmann brain now. But how would we know if we are just just this little brain floating in the universe and we're creating what we're talking about and sitting here doing now? Now, the problem with that, there is a very popular cosmologist, physicist, Sean Carroll, I mean, his rebut to that is, is if you're a Boltzmann brain, you would know that you're a Boltzmann's brain and that you're creating these scenarios in your consciousness of your brain. So meaning that you could go back and go, oh, well, yeah, I already know I'm in the vastness of this universe. I'm going to go back into my little world that I created for myself. Mm. And Ludwig Boltzmann's theory that Again, it's more likely for these things to pop in and out of existence instantaneously because of the fluctuation in the universe.
1: Yeah, that made me immediately think of um, Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Which part? Ego. Oh, yes.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The
0: living planet?
1: Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's interesting. That's an interesting theory because it... Makes me think of uh, the book that I just mentioned, The Observer, basically, how you're, base, you're just observing what's going on. Yeah.
0: They talk about that a lot. If you watch some things on um, astro, well, astrophysicists, but physicists, they always talk about the observer. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this several times before, the double, double split experiments in many worlds and things like that. We're looking at this as an observer, So there is a measurement problem with this whole thing. And that would it comes down to the balsam brain because there is a measurement problem of being an an observer Mm -hmm. because all these are these worlds splitting like with the double split experiment. Is it that the split happens when it hits the back wall? Mm -hmm. Does it split when the observer observes it Mm -hmm. or does it split in between? Right. So there's no real test to figure out these theories at all. I mean, because in cosmology, you cannot figure out because what test can you do to test the entire universe, our observable universe? You cannot do that.
1: Yeah, science is wild.
0: And if there are really Boltzmann's brains that pop into existence in this universe, how could we ever see them? If they're the size of our human brain, mm-hmm. yeah. how yeah. could we ever see them? We would never see them. Right. So, mm. yeah. I want to
1: look more into that. That sounds really interesting.
0: Yeah. These, I would love to have a job that I can just sit around and theorize all day and make a whole bunch of money. Wouldn't
2: that make sense?
0: Yeah. But I mean, you got to go to school to do you think, that. Yeah.
2: That's true. You got to go to
0: school. I mean, these guys get to where they are and.
1: But it's it's crazy how that happens. This has nothing to do with evolution, or maybe in some way it does. But a lot of people that are in the science field, you know, they they get credited because of who they are, where they went to school. But somebody living, you know, in the depths of wherever could be hypothesizing this just
2: in their own home. Yeah, the same way. So it's like... They won't get the same...
0: Yeah, notoriety, mm-hmm. I
2: guess, as it were. Right. Yeah,
0: and well, and these guys, they go to school, they get the degrees, and they they have a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. Sure. And if you did not go to school, pretty much, just like you said, I mean, they, people just think they're you're not going to take you seriously.
2: Yeah, Zero credibility.
0: Yeah, because we talked about uh, this before as well. Back when scientists back then, uh, or I don't know. If, again, I don't know. I should look this up so I don't have to keep saying I don't know about it. But these guys back then. When they were saying some of these things like um, this could happen in the universe, they killed these people because it was blasphemy. It was against religion. It was against God. And, you know, now today, science and people are taking this more seriously because although we don't have any test that we can actually test these theories, but a lot of their data, you know, kind of adds up.
2: Right. That's going to say something and I forgot.
0: Oh, (laughs) okay. That's why we're waiting. I I I was waiting (laughs) the same thing. So I wanted to um, add this in with evolution because it does go back to the theory as I was speaking about moments ago about Ludwig Boltzmann because we had to start somewhere as a universe. Right. And if we started from a universe, we had to, be on this planet, and this planet has had to some way have life, or life come to be on this planet. Sure,
2: mm-hmm. right.
0: And how? Back to the beginning, we can only go by what we were, we were taught.
2: Was that show that Sigourney Weaver used to um, host?
0: Sigourney Weaver. Used Are you to talking host about show? like
1: Planet Earth? Planet One Earth. of the two. It's a few they shows. They were talking like that. about that.
2: Yeah, there's a couple shows, and they were there. Uh, theorizing how in Greek it
1: mythology, it says that the earth made love to the sky. Hey, that's it. how we're here. Yeah, well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what you. Back in the day, they didn't have the technology that we had, and or even the, the words, math, the really. sciences, and things like that. They didn't understand they they didn't have anything to. Discover these new particles and things that we have today. Sure. So, I mean, you you can only go by with what you have. Yeah. If you only have a rock and not a hammer, you know, to get that drive that nail in, you make do with the rock. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it is. It is very interesting. This whole topic. I mean, we can sit back and talk on this topic for a long time. Mm -hmm. But we won't. And in the show notes, I'll add... (laughs) a little snippet of something about the Boltzmann brain. And I'll link the book that Chantel is reading to it as well. Before we close out, um, do you guys have anything else to add?
1: No. I mean, I just am really uh, amazed at how far we've come as a species in general.
2: Agreed. I just don't want my grandbabies looking like aliens. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say in regards to that. But I wanted to tell you, Something to be excited for our next show. I already have it. We're going to talk about the UFO sightings.
0: Some current, new ones. New ones. Yeah. Y-
2: yeah. A video showing a, a UFO flying near the US Navy ship and disappearing in the ocean. Two two reports about it. Well, there's several reports, but there's actual video and even TMZ talked about it. And do you remember me saying my cousin a a couple weeks ago was talking about these ships and what they look like? She said it was not just me. It was several people. I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but she was saying there's a lot of people and she was waiting on uh, posting the video. And um, we said, I said that was Elon Musk because he was on Saturday Night Live. And she's she wrote back. She said, thank you. And then somebody said, that wasn't No he loved. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but now it's actual reports. So I'm going to follow up with All her and right. see. So that was it. I just wanted to give you, um, uh, what do you call it? A tease for yeah, the next show?
0: Uh, yeah, for the next show.
2: Yeah. I mean, it might be a quick show. Just something there quick. There may,
0: may be more that happens. Yeah. From now and then.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about
0: it. Yes. And could you guys imagine just being out there in the vastness of the universe with your consciousness and just your brain? No physical body, just floating around. You created this entire universe in your mind. Everybody that you're talking to, every memory that you have is not real, it's a creation. Just imagine that if that was really true. All right. Until next time, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye.